Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. Uh, before we get into it, and we're going to talk about how to close investors, and Tom Malloy is going to join us in just a little bit to talk about that. I want to talk about, um, you know, in Los Angeles, uh, whenever you're trying to get a meeting with a heavy hitter or a prospective investor or just somebody that you want to meet that's outside your circle, maybe you met on like one occasion and you're like, oh, I like that person. I'd love to meet up with them again. Um, one of the cool things you can do to lock down an appointment, and I just heard this tip recently and I think it's brilliant. Uh, sometimes you'll set an appointment with somebody. Maybe they've forgotten that you've set that appointment because they don't know you all that well. Uh, maybe they got busy. Um, maybe you're not huge on their you know, priorities for the day. There's a way to confirm that appointment without coming across as being like overly pushy. And so what you would do is you would make sure that that appointment is on your phone in the calendar. And all you have to do is snap a screenshot of that appointment on the calendar and then just reach out to the person that you were supposed to meet with. So this assumes that you're calling them up and they're not picking up their phone. You know, only do that once. But the next thing you do is you take the screenshot of the appointment that you've set with that person. You said, um, hey, uh, Sally, it's uh, Jason. I'm just reaching out to you about the appointment that you confirmed with me. Um, are we still meeting? And then there's that picture coming from you, and the picture is that appointment. Um, hopefully that makes sense. It's probably a lot easier if you, if you were uh, if you were watching a video of me doing this. But you know what that does though is it humanizes you, especially if it's somebody that doesn't know you all that well. Um, you know, and they'll most certainly be more apt to take an appointment with you. That said, and, and that tip aside, you know, I, I love working with Tom Malloy. He's the real deal, which is why I love working with him. You know, uh, he's actually doing the stuff that he teaches. And one of the things um, that comes up, of course, is film funding. How, do, how the heck are you going to raise money for your movie? And not only does it involve uh, getting appointments with people and having them confirm the appointment and stick to the appointment, um, but also, you know, what do you do in the steps to the close in terms of the investors? So without further ado, uh, Tom, I, I'm so grateful that you're able to stop by today uh, and share some of your uh, sage wisdom. Um, go ahead and take it away. Can't wait to hear how, uh, how you go about closing an investor. Thank you, Jason. Well, uh, these are the five tips that uh, I tell a lot of people that they need to have in their mind when they're meeting potential investors for their film. And this is something that I've done, gosh, so many times, hundreds of times, and I've got, sat in the room with the potential investors. And these are tips that I like to tell you to give, to give to you because at the end of the day, if you're not following this, this advice and, and not doing the right thing, it could be very bad. And what I mean by that is you could be labeled as an amateur. And when you get in front of a potential investor, let's call that person an H&I, a high net worth individual, and you are showing them that you're an amateur and you're not ready for this meeting, um, you're never going to get in front of that person again, right? Because uh, they don't want to meet with amateurs. They don't want to meet with people that are going to 
not be professionals and and I, I, as far as you go as far as a filmmaker goes you're not going to get the investment no one's going to say well you know it's amateur and starting out you know but um I like the fact that he or she came into the office. No, they're going to want a lot of these uh, elements. So here we go. These are five things to remember when you're meeting potential film investors. And here we go with number one. Don't waste their time. And truly, what I mean by that is, is that you could very much be wasting their time if you're going in there and you don't have the right things prepared Um or you're going in there and you're you're talking about something that uh, is not a good project for them, or you're you have just low energy in general. Any of those things, you don't want to do that. You get in front of the, that person, you waste their time. Uh, you are again not getting back in front of that person. Uh, I always say that H and I's high net worth individuals are you almost always press for time universally. I know I know how. I am, and I'm always pressed for time. Most people, you know, many people are just pressed for time in general, but H&Is definitely have even less time. So if you waste their time, they're not going to want to get in front of you again. They're not going to sit there and have you waste their time. Um, that's inefficient, and it's nothing that they want to um, dabble with going forward. Okay, number two, you should be prepped with your project. And so... This is, again, going back to the time-wasting thing. You know, an unprepped project will be wasting their time. But really, this is more the specifics of you have a project that you've, you've put in an insane amount of work in. You know, you've got a business plan. You've got a pitch. You've got a great script. And it's not, you know, you didn't just do these yourself over a weekend and go, oh, yeah, this should be good enough. You know, you have had other people vet it. Other people look at it, uh, talk to you about it, uh, make changes, move it forward, and maybe done some other pitches uh, to people that weren't high net worth individuals just to practice. So you should be prepared on every element. And the more prepped you are, the more confident you'll be going in there. Um, if you're going in there with something unprepped, that'll show. And you'll make mistakes and you won't be able to close and get the money from that investor. Number three is to be prepared for curveballs. Gosh, in every single pitch meeting that I've had, there's been some type of curveball, whether it's a phone call coming in, somebody walking into the office, things happening, you know, you're at a restaurant and the waiter comes over right, right as you're right in the middle of the pitch and says, hey, can I get you guys something to drink? You know, something like that happens. So you should truly be prepared for curveballs. And, and the best way to be prepared for curveballs is to keep doing more and more pitches, is to always, always be pitching. And the more that you can be out there pitching, then the more you'll start seeing, okay, this is what I'm going to do when this happens, you know. And curveballs can also be questions that somebody asks. And again, that's from more experience, you know. Somebody goes, uh, well, you know, wouldn't, wasn't this project made last year and it was called this? And you go, oh, no, and, right? Then you look it up on IMDb and it's the same project. So, you know, or very similar. So now you have to find a different project. So that's just, uh, you know, more preparation and being prepared. But again, the the best way to be prepared for curveballs is to keep pitching and pitching and pitching. And the more prepped you are, which is going back to number two, uh, the better you'll be able to handle the curveballs. Number four, you want to ask them about themselves. And it's it's there is definitely a, an aspect of it that people love talking about themselves. But 
It's flip it the other way. When If you go into a pitch meeting to try to close an investor for your film and you sit down and you say, okay, here's me and here's me and here's my project and me and me and my project and my project and my project, you're only talking about yourself, right? And think of that as a first date. You know, you're getting sitting in front of your potential significant other and you're going, okay, here's me and me and me and more about me and me and me and me. There, You're not going to get a second date, right? So the same with the investor let them talk about themselves but the other aspect of it is is you might glean some information from there you know you're ready with this horror movie pitch and in the the midst of him or her talking about themselves they say how religious they are and you go oh god <laughs> this not, they're not gonna want uh, my cannibal priest movie you know what i mean like to, so you realize all right i gotta pitch my sports film right and so those kind of things help you. So ask them about themselves. Get them talking about their business and, and truly listen with interest. I don't pretend to listen or, or you know, pretend to smile. I'm truly like, wow, this is great. I'm really interested in your business. And the number five tip is when you're pitching and when you're done, stop talking. Every single uh, rookie pitch person that I've, I've trained and I've met tries the same thing. They try to fill the silence. They're extremely uncomfortable in the silence. You finish and you go... And that is the film I would love you to invest in. And then silence and you freak out and you go, well, 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 also this, we're going to shoot in New Mexico and there's a, there's a tax credit, 25%, we'll get that back. More silence, more silence. Oh, 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 and this, I forgot to tell you that we're, to, yeah, you're always trying to fill the silence. What you're doing is killing the sale because in the silence are the moments when the potential investor thinks to himself or herself, all right, what do I want to do? And they're going to come back with questions. Now, if you truly forgot something, Wait till the first question comes in and then just loop it in with that. You know, and they say, oh, when do you think you want to shoot this? And you forgot to say that you want to shoot it in New Mexico. Now, that's not the question they ask, but you say, well, we're going to be shooting it in November. Oh, and also we're going to be shooting in New Mexico. So come back when they're ready to listen. But if you keep filling the silence, all you'll do is kill the deal. So be comfortable that when you're done, you just wait and let it stew there however long it takes and wait for them to come to you. So I hope these tips help you in closing the investors. There's a... Uh, as you know, Jason, a great uh, video series called Steps to the Close, where I talk about taking an investor uh, and just walking him or her down and, and trying to close that person. It's something that is a science. It's really a science and an art at the same time uh, to try to get that investor to, to put up the money. But those tips will hopefully help you uh, get that done. Uh, that last one, that's a fantastic tip. I remember, um, kind of reminds me back when I was in college and I was raising money to make a movie. And the way I was raising money is I, I took a job selling hot tubs at the local carnival. Now, if you've ever gone to a local carnival, you probably haven't gone there to try to buy a $5,000 hot tub. Uh, so imagine being on the other side of that. Uh, it's a very tough sell. But I was so enthusiastic that I would just pitch to anybody that walked by. And over time, the law of probability, you know, you talk to enough people, sooner or later somebody says yes. The one thing that, that they really... Um, instilled in us in terms of like just sales 101 is this concept of do not sell past the close and all that really means is once somebody's expressed interest and they're ready to move forward stop talking let the tension of silence do the rest of the work for you anyway i, I hope this conversation was as meaningful and and um you know inspiring as it is for me and i'm so happy to be able to share this with you uh, for those of you who are you know uh, really focused on the artistic side of filmmaking and maybe not so much the business side, but yet you know you have to do it. Um, one of the steps in the process is writing out a film business plan for your movie. 
So if you're interested, Tom Malloy's film business plan is available. Um, it also comes with uh, numerous training videos to take you through each aspect of the plan, but it's the same business plan that Tom uses uh, whenever he's going after money for his you know, next film. Uh, you can check that out over, it's a template. Of course, he modifies it to make it his own, just like we would say you should modify it, obviously, to make it your own. But if you're interested in that template, uh, just do a Google search uh, for Movie Plan Pro, uh, MoviePlanPro.com. Anyway, I hope this was helpful, and we'll see you on the next show. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.